On this episode of Game and Watch It, Christmas time Christmas is Jesus Christ. <laughs> Literally. Welcome to a very merry Christmas episode of Game and Watch It. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so oh. pissed that we're not doing video on this one. Yeah, that, that, was the, that entire time was just lip syncing to Robbie. <laughs> yeah. Who's Robbie? I only see a Rusty. Oh yeah, you're sorry. And I'm, I'm your sorry. host, Rusty. I'm also sorry. Joined by my two very merry Christmas pals, Pari. Hello. And Ari. Hi. <laughs> Excuse me, I have a cold. <laughs> I'm glad to see I that meant... our lapse has not uh, not damaged our professionalism in any way. We're oh, definitely no. on the ball today. Absolutely. No rust whatsoever. Oh, good Jesus. So you may remember us from our Sweet last episode. Jesus. That, that we... happened in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, but we're back and we're happy to be here. Uh-huh. And we have lots to talk about. And lots of caffeine. Let's go. And Next song. Next song. <laughs> and Bailey's. And Bailey's. Well, okay. only for you two. So let's start off with what you've been playing. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, that's, well, I that's think kind we of should. A... Let, I'm going to start with Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pikachu yeah. and Eevee yeah. Edition. I put over 50 hours into my Pikachu Edition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I named my Pikachu Mustard. She's adorable. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a. Adorable. I didn't know you named her Mustard. Yeah. I named her many different things, but by the end of it, I'm like, you're your Mustard. Fair. Mm-hmm. First, I named her Shuka uh, after the Shakshuku, uh, Shakshuka African dish. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to name all my Pokemon Shakshuka, yeah. So I wanted to name all my Pokemon after some like recipes and stuff. So I had my uh, Farfetch named uh, after Alfredo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Alfredo and, uh huh. So you didn't do anything with leeks? Like that would have been more sense for Farfetch. Well, a Farfetch has, I had a, uh, a male Farfetch and he's got a unibrow. Mm-hmm. So if it was a female, it would be Frida, but then uh, okay. it went to Alfredo, which also worked with my recipe thing going in. So, so at what point did you decide to become a Kiratoriyama? Huh? Okay. Dragon Ball is notorious for naming their characters after food. Oh, oh. really? Yeah, What's Vegeta's Goku? supposed to be a vegetable. Goku's uh, Saiyan name is Kakarot, which is carrot. Mm-hmm. Raditz is radish. Like everybody was named after a food. Okay, that's sort. enough anime talk. Yeah, and that just shows how lazy that show is. That's <laughs> just a whole other level. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. I, every even the fans know how lazy it is. It's just you know, it is what it is. It's Dragon Ball. So yeah, I played Pokemon and I really enjoyed it. This is one of the first games that I actually finished, and I wanted to finish. I didn't finish Sun and Moon. I don't, I don't think I finished X and Y. Like once I got to the really once I got to the Elite yeah. Four, I'm just like I don't want to play this anymore. Huh. But there was something really cute and relaxing about Let's Go that really captured me, and uh, yeah, so I loved it. How about, how about you guys? Uh, I don't know. I kind of had a very different experience with that game. It, it's not like the, that I didn't like it. I want to go like right off the hop and say that I really enjoyed playing that game. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't as good as I was expecting it to be. Did you not like the capturing mechanic? It was fun, but it triggered my video game OCD way too much. Oh, those catch mm-hmm. combos? Like I, I had to stop catching in general, and then the way the experience mechanics work in the game is... You just won't level up properly unless you're catching Pokemon. If you're doing only trainer battles, you get 
dick all for experience. Mm -hmm. But the and, game is an easy game, which where you don't really have to grind that much unless you no. want to do catch combos to get like a really good IV Pokemon. Not necessarily. I, I did it for a while where, you, you know, I just didn't catch anything and I was only doing trainer battles. And by the time I got to Team Rocket in the game center, mm -hmm. like I was having a bit of a rough time. It wasn't crazy hard, but like damn challenging. Yeah. This is the first time we're actually like use strategy to win instead of just mm. overpowering one or two, <laughs> maybe three guys and just blasting through with just with brute strength but yeah the old yeah, brandon so, jones yeah so i actually really enjoy this is one of my favorite pokemon games of all time and having the pokeball mm -hmm. plus and actually throwing it and and bringing it to to the bars and stuff i i enjoyed it see that's another thing is the pokeball plus i just it's awesome and i love it and using it as a pokemon go plus mm -hmm. is like the greatest thing I've, I've ever done with that thing yeah auto poke it's, stops which is kind of cool yeah you can tell the thing was made for children. Mm -hmm. Holding that in adult hands is awkward beyond the first 15 minutes of gameplay. Yeah, yeah it's it's cramp-inducing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not fun. That that's my only gripe with it. It was amazing. Otherwise, and you I kind of lose see. I lose orientation because it's such a perfect sphere. Yeah, and the top button there's not enough of an indent to. To, to, to sort of know, like, orient yourself if it shifts around in your uh -huh. hands. So okay, a lot of the times that. I was, like, going left when I was supposed to go right and up. And, like, it was kind of kind of reverse sometimes. But I, I still enjoyed it, just, like, the magic of it. I, I like that kind of gimmicky shit. You know what? I get it, though. I get it. And I, I fall into this kind of mindset, I guess, because we're all adults now, obviously. Mm -hmm. We're all in our 30s. So we look at games through our adult eyes. And, like, the first time I looked at Let's Go... I was playing it by myself. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever, this is fun. And then I got really tired of the, the catching mechanics. And then I gave it to my two nephews. Mm -hmm. And watching them play that game for the first time, it's their first Pokemon game ever outside of Go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And watch them be like, oh, my God, it's a Rattata and, like, a Pidgey. And but they're losing their How old are they? Like, uh, five and three. So they can barely read. How are they going to play this game? I just, I made sure they knew, like, you guys need to get Daddy or, like, Zio, which is, you know, Italian for uncle for uh -huh. anybody that doesn't know. Uh, and I'm like, you guys need to have at least one of us here so that you can actually understand what's happening in the game. Totally, yeah. And, like, Liam, the eldest, is all for it. He wants to, like, know the story and, like, yeah, let's do it, like, Team Rocket. And Alec is a little walking whirlwind and disaster, so he doesn't <laughs> care at all. He almost threw the Pokeball at the, the TV. Yeah, make yeah. sure you put on your uh, your wrist strap. Oh, that was oh yeah, like, especially yeah. a three-year-old. Like, yeah, he's, he just wants to fuck shit up. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's very much in that mode. Yeah. And I love I love removing my wrist straps, and yeah. I wanted to remove my, my wrist strap for the Pokemon Go Plus, but you, you need it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that thing slips and especially a bit. as a child, yeah. <laughs> and it's nice just, like, as you're walking around playing Pokemon Go, it's nice to have the... It on a, on a strap where you can just kind of dangle it. Yeah. See me like it. it the game never pulled me in. Mm -hmm. Like much like like it's not like because well after Diamond and Pearl I went on my Pokemon hiatus for a long time because Diamond and Pearl just turned me off the yep. entire series. Mm -hmm. um, but like when I came back to X and Y or even Sun and Moon, like it was this whole new world and there were so many new Pokemon and I'd seen how the game had evolved so much since the previous generations. Going back to Gen One, the weird type disparities in that game, a lot of like the dull. And I had done everything before, and so it's just kind of like, I like the new mechanics, but though I do have my complaints about them, um, but I, like there was a certain amount of engagement that I just didn't get into that game. Like, it did not even trigger that internal, like, gamer need to play this game within me. Yeah. Like, I almost felt like I was playing that game to see it through more than mm. because the game was moving forward of its own impetus. And I, I don't know how much of that is because I've done red and blue so many times in so many different fashions. I don't yeah. know if it's like strictly limiting to that makes the game 
game feel more shallow than it yeah. needs to be. Um, I don't know if it's because like you're fighting kind of the same guys over and over again. Well, that's not true. I really like the the different characters that they have in the game and how animated they are, the humans and their their facial expressions. I'm more talking about kinda... like the Pokemon chosen. Oh, like just like 100. Team Rockets are always poison types, and there's, so there's certain yeah. types to have on your team that are going to be like necessarily more advantageous. True. Like having a psychic person on your team. No wonder it was so broken in red and blue because you're fighting poison types all the goddamn time. Oh, dude, I curb stomp Team Rocket with a Doug Trio. Like yeah. it's just that's the way it is. Yeah, I I know exactly where you're coming from though because I, I've been thinking about this a lot because I feel the same way where it never properly drew me in mm -hmm. and I'm also coming from the perspective of playing Red and Blue the originals on 3DS yeah. over the past what year or so whenever it came out again yeah. mm -hmm. and I kind of realized afterwards that like the reason I'm not getting pulled in from this game is because it's Kanto and we've done Kanto a million times like you said before yeah. but there's no nostalgia or very little. Where when you're playing the original Game Boy games, you get that instant like pullback into your childhood. Yeah. We're looking at the new aesthetics as as great as they are, and as much as I love the way the game looks, it's just not the same. I still I still think it's the right decisions they made to be like the new introduction because I'm still mm -hmm. a big fan of a lot of the gameplay changes they've made. Yep. Um, I like the new catching mechanic. It just streamlines the whole thing. Like some, I don't know. I guess it's a matter of preference whether you like the getting down into the red and yeah. then pokeballing them. But realistically, once it gets to the end game, you're just ultra balling right from the get go. <laughs> um, like you don't it's even waste, it's a waste try time. And, anymore. And it's fun. Yeah. I, I kind of like the throwing mechanic. But it's, it's I cool. do agree that the experience disparity for catching versus battling is way fucking off yeah like it's you like if you're doing streaks and doing that stuff your pokemon are gonna get so over leveled like even just like especially like chancy chaining oh my god the amount of experience you get from that but versus battles especially if you're trying to use like off types that are difficult to use like in this run through I, so normally I would play like hard into the elemental types, but in this playthrough I'm trying to use stuff that I normally wouldn't, yep. like bug Pokemon, poison Pokemon, fighting Pokemon, yep. and it makes the game so much harder in and of itself because <laughs> another thing about the game is so many more guys have high defense versus high special defense. Okay. Uh, for example, if you're fighting a rock type, chances are you could just blunder your way through even if it's um, um, like not very effective using special type like fire moves yep. or, or like because you'll just get right through their weak special defense anyways mm. and there really still is that heavy imbalance there's so many water types um it's almost as if in your team you kind of need a psychic and an electric and or grass and then you're like golden for the rest of the game okay so i'm hearing a lot of complaints about the actual like the game they chose to remake now let's say if yeah. this game was maybe like let's say it's let's go to and we're in the the region of johto would you guys still have the same like, even outside the region, I feel like they should change the trainers more. Okay. I think I like how they brought in the, um, what like are they, the chiefs or whatever they call the coaches. The coaches adding that extra level of variety. Mm -hmm. I like how they turned the bike path into the Pokemon path and that kind Let's of keep, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that improvement. But I feel like they shouldn't have been so dogmatic of making sure that it's the same Pokemon you're fighting with the same trainers. I hear like, you. I would have liked to see more variety to that way there's a better spread of types. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't. Yeah, it's really repetitive a lot, yeah. a lot of points. And it would have been nice to see uh, see the team maybe remix, even if you beat the game and you can play it again and it's remixed or something like that. Yeah. But they, they they really didn't do anything. No, and, and getting back to your uh, your prior question about going into Gen two, uh, having played Silver and Crystal recently as well on 3ds, mm -hmm. it suffers from the same problem. Okay. The, the typing just isn't there. It didn't really start until realistically third gen 
maybe a little bit beyond that where they really started to focus on like okay we need good like poison types and we need good dark types in the game we need this we need that we need gotcha. this and the balancing really came into uh into play and that's what i love about the newer pokemon games but choosing kanto was flawed in and of itself you can't get a modern day pokemon game out of the kanto region mm-hmm. without adding in pokemon that aren't from kanto mm-hmm it's always going to suffer from those problems because it was a core problem with the game in and of itself. So if you're trying to be a purist, at least in a sense, in that you know, in that kind of way, it's never going to happen. Yeah. But yeah. you have to look at the game for what it is. I enjoyed it. I still am enjoying it. I'm kind of playing it on and off, but realistically, I'm enjoying other games more like uh, Smash yeah. or anything like out. that. In the end, I'd give it a B. Like I yep. I enjoyed it. One, It took me a while to get into it. Like It actually took some doing for me to get into the stride. Mm-hmm. And when Smash Mothers came out, I dropped it like a... like Smash like, Mothers? When Smash Mothers came out, <laughs> um, yeah, I just dropped it immediately and I even though I'm literally like at victory road I was right in the end game and yeah. just like walked away no hesitation yeah I pretty much did the same thing yeah, yeah. I'd give it a little higher I actually caught all 150 Pokemon uh really I beat the game I beat um the final trainers which are green and blue yeah and then uh to beat red you have to beat six master trainers mm-hmm. and then you then red will appear but like that, that I'm not doing that because yeah. it was like I I I, I combo caught a Mr. Mime like maybe over 120 times powered him up with all my candies and he still can't beat the Mr. Mime Master Trainer so yeah. it's quite a challenge to beat those Master Trainers I haven't beat one and I don't plan on it but overall I really like the game um, I love Kanto I liked going back to it I liked hearing all the music I liked the slower more relaxed pace of the game mm. a a or uh, no I go by percentages yeah you go percentages yeah I'm gonna mm. give it a um Eighty-two percent. Okay. All right. My, mine's mine's gonna be like a eight out of twelve. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's that's yeah. That's where I'm sitting. Okay. Cool. And uh, I know we kind of brought it up, but I know we're all playing Smash right now. Yeah. Well, let's let's end on that. I feel yeah. like let's go back. And so, Paulie, we're gonna have to narrow you down to like two or three games. Yeah, we don't have time I, to hear you talk about sixteen games I, right now. I have two that I really really want to talk about. Uh, the first one being Dragon Quest Eleven. Eve. I, I know you guys aren't big Eve. fans of RPGs, but my I've God. always wanted to play a Dragon Quest game, and they actually just announced the um, the version for Switch. Yes. And it looks really good. I was looking at screenshot comparisons, and I really had to I really had to nitpick at the two <laughs> images I couldn't tell at first. Yeah, you, you really got to look into it. I think the cartoony aesthetic really helps mm-hmm. with the downgrading graphics mm-hmm. going to the Switch. But that game is... One of the best RPGs I think I've ever played in my entire life. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, it's obviously turn-based, very old school, but very new school. I mean, they've kept a lot of mechanics that they brought through in 8, if I'm not mistaken, where enemies show up on the screen instead of being random encounters. Okay, so it's like like Chrono Trigger style? Very Chrono Trigger style. Uh, the every character is very different and can play into a lot of the strategy you want to use while fighting different monsters. Okay, it does start off very easy, and it the difficulty just scales up crazy quick mm-hmm. at a certain point in the game. But that's very typical for Dragon Quest. What I really love about this is they've taken the bad parts of Dragon Quest and just completely wiped them. One being that if a party member dies, you have to go all the way back to town, go to a church, revive them. They tried to make it more realistic in the original iterations of the game. 
now it's just typical RPG. You have an item that you can use to revive somebody. Boom, it's done. Nice. There it is. The story is incredible. The characters are it, all amazing. Because it's just JRPG at the end of the day. It how, is a JRPG. How good can the story be? It's awesome. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. That it's, makes me it, happy. It, it picks up slow, and it is very... Like, it, they're not really reinventing the wheel when it comes to a JRPG story. You're uh-huh. playing a chosen hero that needs to save the world from an overarching evil. It's a lot of the same, but it's the internals of the story mm. that really make it special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I always, I, whenever somebody talks about an RPG and how good the story is, I always take that with a grain of salt, just because RPGs by their format can have a lot more plot development, yes. and in the end, the story could be engaging because you've been part of it so long. It's, it's like kind Stockholm of like, Syndrome. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's like watching exactly. a whole season of a TV show, even if it's not that good, you become invested, and it yeah. feels better than it is, gotcha. just because it can, you could can have a lot more development than in like a six-hour-long game. The, the characters are really well-written, and okay. that's what I really like about them. The characters really keep you into the story, mm. and the world that they've created on top of that is mm. supposed to be representative of the real world. So you'll go into areas and like <clears throat> one town is supposed to be almost like Venice mm-hmm. and it's very Italian and mm-hmm. the, the characters are actually dropping Italian words mid-sentence while they're speaking English. Are they doing the hand thing though? Yeah, of course. They have. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, there's one town that's like Kishkif. very French. Kishkif. One of the main characters is very blatantly Spanish and mm. he's fucking hilarious and I love him. Everything about this game has been amazing so far. I am probably about is that thirty. The hours flamboyant into it? gay one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The flamboyant gay Spanish guy whose <laughs> ship. Little spoiler, but whose ship is called the Salty Stallion? Uh-huh. I was in hysterics when I, I think found we should that do out. a top ten of like the most flamboyant characters in video games because there's so many. You got beautiful the guy, Joe, beautiful well, Joe. Yeah. You got the yeah, yeah. the housekeeper from Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's some really good flamboyant yeah, yeah, yeah. characters. That, that'd be there's got to be some idea. good ones in Bayonetta. I'm trying to think of right oh, of now. They, they have like some serious uh, yeah. characters. The in construction that. workers in Ocarina of Time. Oh, oh wait! Are you are you thinking Breath of, of in... No, no, no! I thought I oh, thought that's Majora's Mask. The ones that skip around yeah. Ka- Kakariko Village. Oh, I think okay. we'd have to keep it to one character per franchise. Well, they're brothers. They're just all the same model. Yeah, because Tingle's flamboyant. Like yeah. Yeah. a lot of a lot of characters in Zelda are really flamboyant. Yeah, that is fair. That'd be a fun top mm. ten to do. Yeah. Oh, and just to end off on my playthroughs, um, finally got started on Mother Three. Okay. Yeah, I, and only, you also got a special, uh, special something to go along with it. Yeah, I got a custom-made uh, GBA. I'll see if I can get a picture of it and post it on the uh, the YouTube video if we end up doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's basically a first edition of a GBA with a backlit screen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah, first gen GBA. Uh, it's the color aesthetic is very Super Famicom, which I love. Yeah, I've nice. been on a weird Super Famicom stint over the past mm-hmm. year, and I got a game reproduction of Mother Three with the fan translation version one point two, which, as far as I've read, is the it's the translation to go for. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm only about an hour in, but I'm already sucked in. Yeah. It's the charm good. of the game is incredible. Within the first two minutes, there's like one of the most adorable interactions I've ever seen in a game ever. Mm-hmm. Where you're playing as Lucas, you come out of the house much like Ness would and blah, blah, blah. And you have to go over and play fight with these like huge Tyrannosaurus looking things. Mm. But they're gentle creatures. They're called oh, Dragos. Okay. And it teaches you how to like ram into stuff, which is a mechanic you use in the game. But what it does is you ram into this like huge dinosaur. 
And then it like looks at you for a second and then just kind of like falls over and plays dead. Mm. It is adorable as shit. Yeah, it is. Because I, 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 I played it on an emulator back when I was uh, at the cottage yep. back in the day. And I, I, I think it got halfway into it. Then I just stopped playing it for some reason. Fair enough. But it's uh, from what I remember, it's a very emotional, story-driven game. Yeah, yeah. They, they've already tugged on a few heartstrings already. And I oh. kind of have a feeling that a character that was introduced at the beginning, even though I'm an hour in, is probably going to die probably. very soon. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see how that goes. Even All like the, the animation of it, like when the 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 Lone Ranger punches the ground, like uh, apparently yeah. it's like a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'll, I'll, have, yeah, I'll have to try it out. And somewhere. it's probably coming to the Wii U at one point or the Switch. The oh, it's, it's been coming out to Virtual Console for like the last ten years. Yeah, every year I'm like, I'm not gonna get the Repro cart. It's yeah. coming. It's coming. It hasn't come yet. Yeah, that's why I got the Repro cart. Yeah, I yeah. think I think <laughs> I think I need to uh, to jump in. Yeah, and it's nice to play in the original console too. Mm. Well, that's yeah, that's the major reason why I got the GBA is because I kind of saw Mother Three as, as a cartridge, and I'm like, well, this is going to cost me two hundred dollars yeah. now as like an overall package for the console and whatever. So I just did it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm loving the decision. But nice. anyways, Arzy. Yeah. yeah. So Arzy, a lot of games have come out. We had Spider Man, God of War, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've played all of those. Uh, please, we need some coverage on them. So how was Red Dead? I, I've not played it. Okay, no. but we just want to let the, the viewers know that those games have come out, but we won't be talking about them here <laughs> because Smash Brothers is out. And oh, also I'm the only one that has I, I really want to save Smash Brothers' second half because that's basically all I want to <laughs> talk about for the rest of the day. I'm trying to get anything else that I've played since the last one, but like everything pales in comparison to like the magnitude of this game. Huge. Um, but before, yeah, what the hell was I playing? I, I'm trying to remember what I've actually brought on here before. Um, I played Hyperlight Drifter. I can't remember if we ever talked about it on the podcast. I don't think we did. But I quite enjoyed that game. That yeah. was over sooner than I had anticipated. Mm. Um, and I was really expecting, like, um, sort of end game after game. Like, after you activate the device, I'm like, yeah. all right, it's going to fuck you over. You turn, you, it turns out the device annihilates the world, and you have to fix everything again. Like, I thought it was going to be kind of like a Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. But then it just kind of ended. But at the same time, like, I really, really enjoyed the gameplay. Like, it was really slick, style. And yep. uh, sort of the exploratory kind of game, even though some parts of it got really frustrating. Like, I, I really <laughs> hate it when you have a certain game that has a certain meta, and then after a while, all of a sudden, all enemies do double damage. Like, it almost feels like just artificially making the game harder. Yeah, like, Hollow Knight that. did the same thing, too, where just some bosses just do double damage just because. And it kind of feels like it feels cheap. Yeah, it's like doing a color swap for a character in the later yeah, game. You yeah. got like a brown character, then, oh, let's make him purple yeah. and call him like basically a new enemy. Yeah, I think the, the major problem with Hyperlight Drifter, and if I'm not mistaken, the same thing with Hollow Knight is that I'm pretty sure they were made by like at max two, three guys. Yeah, yeah. You run out of ideas at, at a certain point when you're trying to make like and a budget. game that's going to last you, what, 10 hours, yeah. eight hours, whatever it's going to be. Mm hmm. You just you hit a wall at some point and think like, okay, well, we have ideas for gameplay and aesthetic, but we don't have an idea of how we're going to like make it original again. Just bump up the difficulty and we'll get it done. Totes. Mm. But yeah, maybe we just like that's all I could really think about right now. Like no, no other game pales in comparison, and I'm so laser focused on Smash Brothers right now. Nah. So maybe we want to talk about what our game of the year is, such as the time of the year is Ooh. right now. Oh, so, I got mine locked let's and loaded. Do it, yeah. Well. 
while I'm talking, and it seems pretty obvious that my answer is going to be Smash Brothers. It's uh, the only thing I could think of. You know, I spent a lot of time thinking about this, and by that I mean about 10 minutes before this podcast, so I was just looking <laughs> through my gameplay, and I was like, yeah, not that, not that, not that, not that. Top of the list, Smash Brothers. Obvi- like, it's clear winner for me. The game is not perfect, but it, it, it's my game. It's my jam, and I could go at it nauseam about this, but I just love that it's continuing Nintendo's first-party um, philosophy they've been running of we want you to play our games the way that you want to play them yeah like they've stopped steering you away from certain play types like now you make your own game modes um you know knowing that people a lot of people don't treat the timed match as the end-all be-all a lot of people like stock dueling or um like um planning all this stuff the fact you could save templates right now the best campaign they've ever had it's also not perfect but i would still say the best that there's ever been in the smash brothers game such as it is Mm -hmm. like it's a fighting game how many fighting games have actually really good adventure modes or whatever maybe there are some i'm just not aware of but yeah that is a very big subjective thing, though. I've heard a lot of people still saying that uh, Subspace Emissary is the best. Oh, the that game, that is horrible. Smash Brothers, especially with a platforming game where there's so much... Pl- it's basically like a platforming game, uh, yeah. um, Subspace Emissaries. And you have a game with all these characters, and they all jump completely different. You can't make a platforming game on yeah. that. It just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. And I think... People remember subspace as a good thing, but it's just a good memory because it, it sucks balls. Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, World of Light and Subspace Emissary suffer from the same thing, at least in my eyes, where they were just too long for what they were well, meant to it's, be. Like, depends on on how you're playing. If you're playing bite sized chunks and and like. I don't know. You're playing it over a long time. I'm sure it's enjoyable. Like, that's how I'm playing it. But, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people um, reviewed the game, and they had this embargo, and they had to get the review out. They had to be the first out to to, to review the, the game. Yeah, so they shotgun through too much. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, it's so long. It's it's tedious. Well, sure, you, you shotgunned it, and that's well, why. It would be that, tedious to review. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, for sure. But well, what's sorry. your personal opinion about, about, what, uh, Smash? about World of Light? World, well, this... <laughs> I, I want to make sure Arzy's done with everything you wanted to say because this is going to lead into a ten, or a, a segue into my game of the year. Okay, well, yeah, just do it because we're going to go in depth yeah. on Smash Brothers yeah, after yeah, this. Yeah, I'm going to talk I'm everyone's getting, ears off because I'm caffeinated. I got a little liquor in me. I want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so I was going to say World of Light specifically. I, I think you're right <laughs> in the <laughs> sense that a lot of people shotgunned it, and I shotgunned it for sure. And that you might be a reason it. to... You finished that, World of Light? No, but I still got like 10 hours into it. Like I, I, I shotgunned the crap out of that as okay. it stands. And to me, that's not an excuse to say, like, oh, well, you didn't play this in bite-sized pieces because I shotgunned God of War, and Jesus goddamn Christ, I loved every fucking second of that game. Well, that's, and that's not a, game like, of the year. So, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. That's, that, that's what, that was the whole segue, gotcha, right? Gotcha, gotcha, like, gotcha. I shotgunned the shit out of that game. I played at minimum probably four hours every single day that I played it and just went fucking nuts with it. And I loved it. Every piece of the game, the gameplay, the aesthetic, the the storytelling, how original it was. And the funny thing is I started thinking original, about... Original? It copied... It's an adult son game. It's it's, adult it, but it was in the delivery as well. I, the funny thing is I was comparing in my head God of War to my choice last year, which was obviously Breath of the Wild. And Not I think obviously. I, obviously, uh, Breath Super, of the Wild. Super Mario Odyssey came out last year and was just as good. 
obviously so it's not Breath obvious? of the Wild. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was PUBG, actually the best <laughs> game of the year. And the reason I loved Breath of the Wild at its core was probably the same reason why I loved God of War so much. Uh-huh. Although it was much more of a linear game and it pushed you in a certain direction instead of just letting you go off and do your own thing. The way the game told story, the way the game looked and used its aesthetic as a piece to the actual gameplay and the experience instead of just making something that just kind of looked beautiful. Mm -hmm. Everything about it and how everything worked together to make this overall incredible experience, that's why I love both games so much and that's why both of them are my game of the year. Mm -hmm. So that's that's more where I'm sitting with it and I, I loved every piece of it. I cannot wait for the next game to come out. The after boss pieces of God of War were a little boring. But beyond that, it was fucking amazing. Uh-huh. I loved it. Cool. Yeah, and it also won um, the game, uh, won game of the year at the Game Awards. Yeah, so which I completely something. agree with. And actually, that's oddly enough what got me thinking about why Breath of the Wild and God of War were kind of on the same level. Uh-huh. Right? It, it just kind of got me thinking. Anyways, I completely agree with their choice. Also, take that with a grain of salt because I haven't played Red Dead Redemption 2 yet. And I know that was really the only other... Contender for game of the year, mm-hmm. but I yeah, God of War, God of War hard. I fucking love that game to death. Yeah, I um, j- my partner was playing it and yep. uh, or, and so, <laughs> fuck and, buddy. Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw, <laughs> I saw him play a lot of it, and um, yeah, it looked really good. Yeah, like no complaints. It's it's Not very. My, I don't think it's my cup of tea, but I can see why everyone loves it. I, I'm telling you, you got to give it a shot with the gameplay. Once yeah. you get like really heavy, the twitch mechanics in that game mm-hmm. just it, it it goes right down to my core as uh-huh. like a gamer. So I it's it's what dragged me in, and then everything else was just supplementary but amazing because of it. Gotcha. Cool. Okay. Complimentary, so. I should say. Sorry. And oh. nobody cares what Rusty thinks. So let's go on to the next segment. So yeah! my game of the year isn't a traditional game. Oh dear. And it's uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. No. Oh. Oh yeah, I was definitely expecting. Damn, I that thought you were onto something with yeah. that. <laughs> no, I'm actually going with uh, Labo. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I think okay. uh, so. This year we got the the announcement trailer, which baffled my mind. I think I watched that. I think it was probably one of my most watched, uh, most rewatched videos of the year. Oh uh-huh. yeah. And uh, yeah, it ignited my creativity. It was it was fun to build. If if anyone's listening and you really like uh, making Lego or connects or you're crafty, I highly suggest this game. And and if you have a Switch, I highly suggest this. Uh, it's not really a game. I I guess it is, but it's a uh, it's like a creation. Well, there's many kit. games within it. Yeah, and I specifically played the variety kit, and uh, yeah, I, I had a, just a really good time building it. Yeah, spending like open the box, spend the whole day building it. The 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 apps in that game were kind of uh, a little bit shallow, but I think that the the Labo as a whole has a lot of a pe- uh, potential, and especially with uh, variety kit three that just came out, um, the vehicle kit. Um, you build a car, a submarine, and an airplane, and you're nice. basically in this open world experience with uh, on this island. And you do different missions in different regions, and you fly a plane. So uh, I'm really excited to get my hands on that. And I actually did get my hands on that, and I was going to build it yesterday. Mm-hmm. But Nintendo dropped the ball, and I'm missing one of the sheets. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, I'm sure they'd be okay sending you a sheet. Well, okay, let's do this. So I called Nintendo... In okay. Washington, and like the, the people are, they're not that bright. Like at first, we were trying to like huh. tr- like first, 
he's like, okay, which one are you missing? I'm missing this one. And he's like, okay. So he spent like half an hour trying to figure out the contents, like the, the contents in my box. And we're trying to like figure it out. I'm like, dude, I know which ones I'm missing. Just send that. So he's like, okay, I'm going to send you the plane and key kit. And I was like, sure. Like I'm missing a, I'm missing the sheet A with a, with a, with a key on it. Just give me that box. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna, because now they send replacement kits. If you go on on um, Nintendo.com, you can get replacement kits. Yeah, nice. So I hung up the phone. I'm like, wait a second. If you just send me a replacement kit, like, let me go look it up and make sure it's the right one. Yeah. It wasn't the wasn't right, right one. Wasn't the right one. So they had to call back and they had to cancel the order. It was, it was just kind of a mess. I spent maybe like an hour and a half on oh, the really? phone with them. Uh, yeah, that's but just poor. But Labo is still my game of the year. Um, yeah, it's cool. It, 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 it was surprising. It's completely original. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I feel like I know where you're coming from, especially with the building aspect. I was going to say I really want to buy Labo just so I can build it with my nephews. I know they're probably going to destroy it, but... I tried building it with my my, um, my seven-year-old niece, and she just... I don't know. There was something about the yeah. cardboard that she... Like, when we build Lego, it's easier to color-code in this. That's and fair. This is a lot of, like, folding. Folding and, and folding and clipping and folding. Yeah, so, like, it's... It, it, I don't know. Huh. My niece didn't like it, but maybe... Maybe in a couple years she will. Yeah. And I was going to say that and the potential of Labo, I really like. Well, like it's v- huge. Vehicle kit, man. Vehicle yeah. kit is... Mario Kart. Like, oh, yeah. And it right. got integration with Mario Kart yeah. 8. It's huge. I know you were talking about the playing game, and it just kind of brought me back to you playing Wii Sports Resort. One of my favorite Wii games. Or uh, Pilot Wings for DS or 3DS. One of my favorite 3DS yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love Woohoo yeah. Island. It's also one of my favorite stages in yep. Smash Brothers. Yep. Mm-hmm. I liked Pilot Wings Resort. I liked Wii, uh, Wii Sports Resort. And Vehicle uh, Vehicle Kit 3 doesn't use Woohoo Island, but it uses a similar aesthetic to that, okay. which mm. I appreciate. And yeah, so that's our game of the year for uh, 2018. We're going to take a little break, and then we're going to settle it in Smash. Yeah, you're all going down. You're going to fucking die. (laughs) Bye. back Hello. so this year was a very special year for smash mm-hmm. brothers we got a announcement trailer yep and a smash brothers game all in one year yeah which is kind of a first for smash they usually yeah. hype that up for years yeah <laughs> i've been noticing nintendo's been doing that a lot lately mm-hmm. announcing a game within the year and getting it yeah shortly after I guess attention spans are shorter for the hype machine. Like, you can't drag it on as uh, long as you Because people get, start getting antsy if the games get delayed now. And oh, it, co- yeah. it creates, like, so much, like, Twitter Twitter rage. Yeah. Oh, look what's happening with Anthem and all that crap. I mean, I'm sure it's also because of the EA bullshit. But still, like, a lot of people are fucking fuming with EA right now. Yeah, and the problem is, is that that actually influences shareholders. I think that's a lot of the reason oh, yeah. why we're not seeing games announced until, like, the game's basically good to go. Because mm-hmm. a game getting delayed looks bad on the company not only do you get a whole bunch of bad hype but there's sort of the um it makes people question if it's getting delayed does that mean that it's a bad game or that it's half baked or whatever see it's and it's not just the fact that we're getting the games within the year because a lot of companies will release games and they kind of seem rushed nintendo's been nailing it they've been announcing and releasing games in the same year and they are near flawless for what they are yeah for the most part yeah yeah 
I'm I'm loving it. But anyways, Smash Brothers. Oh my yes, god. Yes. Yeah. So brand new characters, brand new campaigns, mm-hmm. what and your... all the old characters and all the old stages, like everything. So is Smash Brothers a port or a new game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just about to bring up that argument when the first announcement trailer came out. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's gonna be all the same characters. Oh, it's a port for fucking Wii U." G G G G. I knew as soon as I saw this and they announced all the characters, I'm like, "No, we're getting at least five new ones. Easy." Yeah, we didn't get that much, but what I think what we got are, are quality. Well, oh, are, are you kidding me, dude? Simon Belmont alone was fucking gigantic. That's true. Yeah, that's like they're getting people from well, well that, outside of and the fucking Simon's announcement trailer. Trailer probably one of the best trailers. Well, that was uh, our, yeah. that was our last episode, if I'm not mistaken. When, if, when if Luigi mistaken, died, yeah, <laughs> we named the episode "Luigi's Dead." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that was it. Like that's it's it's fucking amazing. Are how those announcement doing this. trailers in the game? I don't think so. No, but I mean, like YouTube so. exists. Yeah. Don't, don't really? <laughs> Come on, who cares? They have a movie mode. We have YouTube on our phones and tablets and fucking yeah, YouTube TVs compresses. and computers. Like, we can access that trailer whenever we want, it would wherever be nice. we are. It would be nice if yeah. they included those. I guess, but I it's not like a real detriment to the no. game. I think it is. It lost points. Wow. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm getting the boxing gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so much content that it really doesn't matter. Uh-huh. There's so much going on. Yeah, so while we're talking about trailers... So that that initial starting of the campaign, that initial scene, oh. yeah, is just wonderful. But then nothing matches it after that point. But Sakurai yeah. did warn us. Yeah, he said this isn't going to be a story heavy mode. So they did prep us. Yeah, yeah, and I'm okay with it though. I'm okay liked... with them like not focusing a lot on like aesthetics and you know all these crazy trailers and blah blah blah. I would like, just like a better the game. ending scene. Well, okay, are we are we going full spoilers right now? No, because I only I only unlocked the second trailer, so I haven't I haven't got the the third final trailer yet. Okay, or cutscene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean neither have I, but I'm willing to be spoiled with this. Okay. But it's more just you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, look, RZ, I'm assuming you're the only one at the table right now that's actually seen all the cutscenes from I've World of Warcraft. Everything. Were they well worth the time? No. Okay, well, I guess that's all I needed to hear. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, like it, nothing, yeah. Like really nothing even comes close to matching that starting scene, in my opinion. That's fair. That's fair. The, the one thing I've really liked about World of Light is that they, they implemented the spirit system as well as having the spirit system outside of it, where you have the spirit board and you yeah. can collect your, you know, your faux trophies that way instead. Yeah, and I really appreciate the, the spirit artwork. I, I like... I like original, legit shit when it comes to that kind of yeah. stuff. So it's nice to see um, high-quality clip artwork from all these different games. Yeah, except I, for the Pokemon sprites, which are abhorrent for some reason. Yeah, the like Pokemon, the, like the huh? Eevee is like chocolate brown for some reason. Like there's just yeah, like a I'm lot sure. of the Pokemon ones are just really weird they looking. Didn't, they didn't use they, the original they, artist who is uh, uh, Ken Sugimori. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, for the original Pokemon, but he hasn't he hasn't done work for the game since. I know, but Gen Venus, 2. Venusaur was like it, it, the art is from like. The, those like sticker books that we used to get as children from yeah the, so. yeah specifically the Pokemon ones I don't know why so many of them look like legitimate clip art yeah yeah I get it and other ones I mean have you guys gotten grout on yet I'm yes. assuming yes yeah. yeah and have you like have you um, enhanced him yes yeah the the Omega it, it is Omega Omega Groudon yeah, yeah yeah Omega Groudon's art looks fucking amazing yeah. I love it who's Groudon 
the, the uh, legendary from third gen. The red guy oh, yeah, who's yeah, like yeah. all big lizard hunched gotcha. over. Yeah, the, yeah. the earth lizard. Uh, that's yeah, actually, I think the artwork, kind of a fire type, but not a fire type. Well, I think they use yeah. the. I think yeah, yeah. Uh, Gen well, Omega three is, of Pokemon. Right? They use I don't the, think so. I think uh, he's still straight up ground. I think I thought Omega gets actually fire typing, like he's ground fire. I can't remember. Hmm. Anyways, <laughs> anywho. <laughs> Anyways, Bobby, you were saying sorry, Rusty, blah. Um, yeah, no, I think the artwork for Gen three after Pokemon are, is yeah. legit. Pokemon it, it's mostly like the Gen one Pokemon's that just look. Awful for some reason. Yeah, I'm curious where yeah. they got that artwork from. I've seen it before, back in like promotional materials yeah. and stuff. But they probably used it a lot for Let's Go too, because I can't see them using Sugimori's original artwork for that game. So anything that's coming out from this point forward is probably using the new style. Yeah. Well, now that we're talking about spirits, let's talk about um, some of the World of Light uh, battles. Any 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 highlights? Oh. Uh, oh my god, are you kidding me? Because. Some of them are just, most of them are just really fun and creative and yes. a joy to, the to theming, discover. The yeah. theming and how they have different characters representing other characters, both yeah. in terms of color palette, but also in terms of like how the rules are yeah. formed. Yeah. Like I love how every single time you fight a Street Fighter character, uh, jumping is weakened to make the game less floaty. And it's yeah. a stamina battle, which makes it more yeah. reminiscent of Street Fighter. Like almost to give like more vibes of the games you're playing. It's like playing is like a child. We have like a certain amount of toys and you don't have... A, a certain toy so it's like you kind of just make believe and you you pretend mm. and i love that playful aspect of, of it the the one thing that really stood out to me and not only because of how they implemented the spirit into an actual battle but the way that i tackled the battle afterwards mm -hmm. uh slacking okay was fucking amazing i think it was it was ddd or donkey kong or somebody but they made him just absolutely gigantic yeah and just do nothing and you just had to take his health down within a certain time frame to uh -huh. beat him yeah and I, I love that alone and just the thought behind it to really, you know, um, personify this thing in a very different form. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I also just kind of got Lucario, maxed out my neutral special, went right beside him and just threw him into the aura. Yeah. And then just sat there and just looked at the screen. I'm like, I'm beating this in the laziest way possible. And this is the most um, representative way to beat this character. Yeah. In the laziest way. So it's fucking amazing. I, I love the fact that you can really tackle it any which way. Yeah, yeah. And still come to, you know, a result where you're going to get a win. Yeah. Arzy, do you part. have a specific spirit battle? I'm, try I'm, like, struggling to think of, like, some of the really good okay, ones. Okay, I'll go. I, I had a blast playing uh, Ness's father. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's the telephone uh, spirit. And because Ness's father was absent in all of... Uh, in all of uh, Earthbound, it's represented by a uh, invisible solid snake. Yeah, and then you have Ness, so it's like a one-on-two battle. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah it, was, it was super cute. I loved it. Yeah, it's amazing. Even um, Rabbit Kong, that was a nice little representation. Yeah, there. like Donkey Kong wearing uh, the rabbit ears. Yeah, with the white fur and everything, which yeah, I'm sure yeah. they threw into the game just for that one specific reason. But it's a nice touch. Well, what did you say? Like that color scheme of Donkey Kong with well, the no, white fur. He's and always the had the Yeti. Yeah, he's always had the Yeti, uh, Yeti version. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't remember it. I think it's always been the one you can choose from, but still. Huh. Okay, well, I might be losing my mind here, but either way. Mm. Yeah, the, the spirits were amazing. The way they implemented at least most of them were great. The Street Fighter mode. Yeah, that's in, uh, Yeah. In, yeah in that's what I was just light. saying. Yeah. yeah it's fucking oh, how incredible. you uh, explore the world map. Yeah, and you fly from like uh, city to city as you would in the real Street Fighter Well, that's games. it. Yeah, right? Like from Street Fighter 2, that's exactly the animation you were getting. So mm -hmm. they really put a lot of attention to detail oh in this mode. Oh, my God, yes. In, but, uh, not only that mode, but over, overall in the whole game, the attention to detail. Yeah. yeah I was like, showing Arzy uh, the, dog, the dog stage. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the living stage. room. Yeah. The living room. If you, if you um, go into camera mode and you look... 
look to the right, there's an actual fireplace going on. Really? And if you go to the left, there's like a window oh. with couches. It's just unbelievable the amount of detail that was put into this game. Sweet. But yeah, and, but you know what's something that even really is more telling about this various theming is it's kind of like a nudge towards making custom game modes. Oh, yeah. And yeah, all yeah. the things you could play within the rules and all the different kind of games that you could build around the Smash Brothers engine. Like, mm -hmm. sort of in the sense you could play other games within Smash Brothers um, in also. sort of like a de facto way. Mm -hmm. By setting up in the custom games, those same rules that you would be playing in single player, you gotcha. can replicate that and actually have that being as a game mode. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess we'll... I don't know if we want to talk more about the campaign, because I'm the only one that's gone through the entire thing, but um, I, what I wanted to talk about is what I was saying before about Nintendo's new ethos for play the game that you want to play within yep. the like within the confines. Yep. Like knowing that instead of speedrunning being this thing that just happens outside of the game, they've now implemented that into like Mario Odyssey, like directly. Yeah. Now you have the custom game modes, all these extra rules that now you could set and save as templates and load and mm. go. Yeah. Like they finally really made um, a nod to dueling in that game. So like the competitive side of it, instead of it felt like for the longest time, the game was kind of trying to funnel you into time mode. And it almost felt like the game was even balan uh, balancing itself in that way with the introduction of smash balls and a lot of the sort of zany, crazy stuff to make it just more of a pell-metal uh, battle royale. Yep. But now you could have that cake and eat it too. You could have the auto-loading Smash Balls, sort of like a Street Fighter-esque kind of thing with yeah. the turbo coming in, mm -hmm. uh, adding that extra level of strategy if that's something you'd like to play. The Even the playing field a bit with the Smash, um, or the different Smash Ball attacks, the final Smashes. Mm -hmm. um, whereas before, like there's still really good ones and really bad ones, but it's a little bit more it's quicker, streamlined it's now. now. It's it's less intrusive. Yes. You know, it's, it's funny that you bring that up because uh, I, I don't know if any of our listeners remember him, but on one or two episodes, we've had our, our friend Dan, a.k.a. Mr. Corky Butthole, <laughs> and uh, he was asking me about Smash because I know he's normally not a big fan of Smash as a whole. He's a big Street Fighter fan or Blaze Blue or any one of those like true fighters. Yeah. And he asked me, he goes, how do the Street Fighter characters play? I'm like, honestly, as far as I remember, you can input the actual yeah, combos yeah. for Ryu and Ken. And it will do those specific moves for them, like the mm -hmm. Shoryuken and the Hadouken, and I can never remember the Hurricane Kicks Japanese name, yeah. Diku, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, I, as soon as I told him that, as well as the, the super meter that you were just mentioning, yeah, yeah. I just I, I wrote all of that in like a tiny little paragraph in Google Hangouts, and then right afterwards, he just put, okay, well, my finger's hovering over the buy button, and I'm yeah. like, yes, Perfect. Like, this is amazing. This is getting people who would not normally want to buy this game to come in and actually give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. And and the sale records are, are astronomical. It sold yeah. over 5 million units in three days. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, with a, with an install wow. base of, like, probably we're over probably like 23 million Switch units out there. Like, and you got a game like Spider-Man that came out on PS4, and it only sold, like, 3 million units. And the yeah. PS4 has, a, has an install base of... Oh, 30, I'm not 40? even going to count. Yeah, it's Something it's up like, there. Yeah. Like we're going to see I like I feel like we're going to see just more and more of a meteoric rise yeah. of Smash Brothers in the MLG community. It's not just going to be a sideshow of people playing Brawl at Evo anymore. Yeah. Like now that the it's built around having that dueling thing and even just the um the cue when you do a final hit on somebody and it shows like yeah, that, that highlight can... that you just made like a kill shot. Yeah. Like all Critical those damage. all those little like details into the game. 
But do you think this game will break the uh, melee fighters? You know what? I was actually just about to bring this up. Like bring and bring the melee community into the new generation. And just kill it. To be I, honest, I feel like anybody who's super stubborn on the issue will still try to find reasons for it to not be as good as melee, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. But the fact that the game itself just. At its core, for gameplay, is faster, mm -hmm. more responsive. More aggressive. Yes. Like, everything about this game has gone back to what everybody loved about Melee, in quotations, mm -hmm. and brought it into this new age of Smash Brothers, where they've really pulled in a lot from Brawl, a lot from Wii U. But they've taken that core mechanic and just brought it right back into the new. I am fucking loving it. Like this even is just, yeah, easily the most, and no pun intended, the most ultimate Smash Brothers game. Yeah, like think of like the gameplay changes they made. Characters are faster. They recover better. Yeah. You're punished more for shielding as well as dodging. So yeah. it's not as much of a dodgy shieldy game anymore. Yeah. Like trying to reward that aggressive kind of play. Um, I know the, the parry mechanic, like the, the perfect shielding yeah. has always been there. But now it feels like more of a, like a skill worth learning in terms of like the meta of the game itself and yep. bringing everything more together like i feel like it's um i know some initial tier lists have come out but it's yep. much um less stratified as these previous games like let's say like in brawl where meta knight was just king reigning <laughs> above everything else to the point he had to be banned from some tournaments yeah um and i think we can continue to uh, expect balance patches at least to some degree they probably won't go to the extreme lengths because realistically no matter what they do they're still going to be like 10 characters that have like a um an advantage over the others see i don't i don't know if i fully agree with that though yeah. I, I feel like nintendo's put a lot of an emphasis on showing up at tournaments like evo like the mm -hmm. really big ones or i can't remember the name of the one that happens here in toronto but it's like igh whatever something okay. or whatever it's some acronym of sorts and their focus on this type of gameplay and this type of a community playing their game, yeah. I think the patches are going to be coming, and they're going to be coming consistently to mm. balance the game properly. Well, I think we've already seen one, and just look at the Wii U Smash game. There was yeah. multiple updates yeah. for uh, yeah. And it's never going to be perfect. Like in a, a game with like of 72 course. characters, you cannot have a level playing field. There's still going to be tiers, no matter yep. what it is you do. Mm -hmm. You're right. It's just I I feel like they're really going to try hard to make sure everything is balanced and realistically with Namco Bandai behind this project mm -hmm. much like the last iteration they have they have a lot of experience for making Smash Four well it's not even Smash Four look at their Tekken history the fact that they made Pokken and Pokken somehow almost made it to Evo mm -hmm. it was like it was just this close to making it in a fan vote like people are loving the games that are coming out for Nintendo with fighting games. Mm -hmm. And they're getting better and better and better with every iteration. So I think there is going to be a lot of focus on this game. There is going to be a lot of improvements coming to this game in the future. Uh -huh. And uh, we have a lot to look forward to. Yeah, and there yeah. seems to be a lot of enthusiasm within the community yeah. for these new uh, changes. And I feel, yeah, the, the hardcore Maliers are probably going to stick to their guns until yeah. they're old and gray. <laughs> like um, the Gen 1ers in Pokemon. Exactly. Yeah. But... Yeah. As we keep bringing more and more people, like it's just the new meta is going to yeah. speak the loudest, and like that, that niche market will continue on as it always has. But people are into the latest and greatest, yeah. and I think we um, can be optimistic about the future of this game as like a respected competitive game. Which yeah. I could hear the scoffs in the distance of all the Street Fighter <laughs> players, just like clutching at their pearls. <laughs> Well, I, I never. <laughs> you know, you're talking about the future of Smash Brothers. Do you think we're going to see another Smash on the Switch, or do you think this is going to be uh, an evergreen title? It's already it's already going to be supported well into uh, 2019. Yeah, I don't know about 
on the Switch itself, but as much as they're calling it the Smash Ultimate, I do not think this is the final Smash game ever. Oh, like, no there's, chance. There's just no way. Like, it, it, unless they switch, like, subscription-based, that's the only way a game can continue going on perpetually, mm -hmm. um, which that would be a, a fascinating uh, thing if they did. Like, I'd hate it, but if they chose to do that going forward, like, making it more like a Fortnite kind of model where you buy the game once and it keeps getting reviewed. Uh -huh. But even Fortnite, eventually, they may, like, put a new version on new carts or what yeah, have you. Minecrafting and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, in, in the sense yeah. of Fortnite, I mean, it is a free-to-play game. So if they release a new game, Fortnite 2, it's probably still going to be free-to-play. Yeah. yeah. With Smash in and of itself, I think this is going to be the only version we're going to see on the Switch. Yeah. Even with Switch potential upgrades coming. Yeah. I feel like this isn't like a Smash 5. I feel like this is kind of a port. And like, Really? <laughs> really? Why? I don't know. I'm on, like, I played, like, for me personally, uh, Looking at the Switch, you had all these games that are coming out that have already been on out on the Wii U. You got Captain Toads, you got Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, and the Splatoon 2 and Smash Ultimate specifically kind of feel like rehashes of what was on the Wii U. Mm -hmm. So I kind of look at those games okay. as kind of like just enhanced versions. But that's just my humble opinion. Well, this is the thing. You don't mess with something that isn't broken, especially with Splatoon and games like that. Like, they nailed it the first time. Yeah, so but they look, at, add look at Mario and Zelda. You don't mess with that a formula that's not it's, broken. It's like, but they, they do, and they always do, and they always make something that feels completely different mm -hmm. and fresh. Whereas this one just kind of feels like Smash 4 just with more stuff. And that's not a bad thing. Was Smash 4, in your opinion, that much different from Brawl? I mean, or from, yeah. uh Smash yeah. 4 was, for sure. I, well, I, I guess it's the first HD Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that that's kind of So you would expect more of a graphical upgrade? That would consider it more of a new game to you? Like, I, I guess my, I my difficulty is here is, like, when do you cross the line into being a true sequel? Maybe reusing especially, yeah. like, especially in competitive games where you can't re reinvent the wheel exactly. as much as you can in other formats. Mm -hmm. Like, something like Legend of Zelda. You could just tear the game down to the studs and rebuild it over again. Yeah. Meanwhile, you do that kind of thing in a fighting game. You're changing the entire meta. You're putting the sort of the franchise and all the momentum you've been building and building a community That's around, true. you're putting that at risk. And so you're kind of more locked into like maintaining status quo. Mm -hmm. And that's when it gets to like, I feel like a lot of people are splitting hairs, but I guess it, it still begs the question, like what, the, what constitutes a port slash upgrade and what constitutes a true sequel? I continue, I consider Splatoon 2 a sequel. Yeah. I consider Smash Ultimate a sequel to Smash 4. It's similar in a lot of senses, but it's not, as if they just got the exact same game added a few more characters they've changed the gameplay they've added an entire new campaign they've added new characters they've even changed the meta within it like yeah. i don't know other than a huge graphical update which frankly the switch isn't from the wii u yeah. which would be like i think unreasonable to expect mm -hmm. i think it is I, I don't know what more they could do to justify calling this a new game versus a port you know what the, the thing is i mean i completely agree with everything you said there but on top of that you have to look at the game as a whole mm -hmm. not only is it faster more responsive they've added new get new um new aspects to the gameplay that have really mm -hmm. changed how you can play this game yeah but they've also changed as ryan was saying the meta with a lot of characters i, yeah. I used to main toon link and if i'm not mistaken that was since brawl mm -hmm. where he yeah. came into the equation and he was the same i can't play him anymore mm -hmm. I, they, i'm playing as young link now because toon link 
doesn't play in the same way. And although it's like a, it's a detriment to me, mm-hmm. as an overall for the game, changing these characters around isn't necessarily a bad thing. So, it really does, you know, create a an idea of this being a sequel over a port. So what have they changed in Toon Link? Like I haven't noted like I only played him a little bit and I never mained him. Um, but what's substantially different about Toon Link in this generation? Like I thought you like the quick uh, down air where he kind of shoots down. Like it's he the, still has that. Yeah, it's the only piece I've really truly loved about Toon Link. That has stayed. Uh, his side smash is no longer a two stage. Oh, and really? It's nowhere near as, as powerful. Mm-hmm. And his up is isn't the typical link like three slash. Okay. Oh, his it's up just smash. A one yeah. slash that goes in more of a, a like a U shape that covers all angles. Okay. And it's good for coverage, I guess. But it just it's not the way I'm used to playing him. Yeah. And I've gone to Young Link because of it. I mean, they've they've kept the the aspects of his arrows kind of being shitty and his boomerang being slow but more powerful. Yeah. But Young Link is a it, it, he's more suited to my kind of fast type of gameplay style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I really like. Greninja has stayed exactly the same, and I'm loving it because of it. But a lot of characters have changed. Look at uh, Link himself. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to segue one. into: taking away his hook shot yep. and giving him the uh, remote detonation bombs to be more in line with Breath of the Wild. Of course. Um, it took me a while to get used to it. Like I really like the hook shot, not for throws, because honestly, I don't throw often when I play. Mm-hmm. But as a like alternate recovery device yes. to be a little bit more unpredictable. So there's a few times I died because I was trying to use the hook shot to grab an edge, <laughs> um, and then realize that that didn't work or when I tried to actually get the throw. So I'm getting used to that now. Yeah. I also still haven't figured out how to best implement the remote bombs versus the other bombs. Um, Which but I, I have to ask, is that just another tap of down B or another tap of B? Another tap of down B. So okay. it's kind of tricky to do. Yeah. Um, probably, this, it's, I know it's the same with Isabel, but yeah. uh, maybe uh, Snake as well with his remote bombs. You got to do the same. You know, thing. I've never, I haven't actually touched Snake since, okay. uh, since well, Ultimate. So I got to try him out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually really glad that Kirby is back to normal. Yeah. Oh, Kirby's amazing. Well, they got rid of the uh, the fire for his dash attack now. So no, it's, it's there. It's still the fire? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely still there. And it's way more powerful than it ever was. It is It yeah. is very powerful. I do, I do like that, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what have they changed with Kirby? To be honest, I haven't played with him since 64. Okay, okay. And then uh, Melee, really, really, he got nerfed in Melee, so I just kind of, like, stayed away with him. Yeah. Uh, stayed away from him for a very long time, but this game, it just feels like the N64 Kirby that I remember. Yeah. It's, it's a nice thing. It's it's not necessarily his moveset that's changed, because a lot of it has stayed the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing's it's, really changed. It's the power of his moves. Maybe they like it. de-nerfed him. Yeah. Which is amazing. Because I used to main Kirby all the time in 64 too. Uh-huh. And I loved him. And because of melee or what they did to him in melee, I switched off to Marth. Mm-hmm. And then uh I think that was it for me in melee. Mm-hmm. I just kind of mained Marth and maybe Link, and that was it. But that yeah. was pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. No, don't get me wrong, I'm really enjoying this game. Yeah. yeah. I can't you, you guys are actually hyping me more. I want to go play it as soon as possible. I am so yeah. jacked that Yoshi's amongst the top of the meta. Like yeah. even in like Zero's uh, tier list that he put out, like he's within the top ten. Screw the tier list. Like I just eh. like for me, I just like that Yoshi I personally thought that they just knocked him into the ground in Brawl. Yeah. Uh, more because I really abused his forward air <laughs> attack for, like, the easy spikes. Like, that was my, like, signature death yeah. kill move in 64. Gotcha. And then I, ha- like, I migrated to Link for both Brawl and, um, or for both Malia and Brawl for a while. And then with Smash 4, I was able to reclaim Yoshi. Now yeah. he suddenly became a fast character instead of being this, like, slow dopey thing and that's continuing yeah. on and I just like I love how Yoshi feels um, 
even uh, Link I'm getting used to, but even trying out the new characters, um, like, I, I want to like Incineroar, but I cannot figure out how the fuck to use him. Yeah, same. He's a very specialized character. You've got to spend some time with him. Because... His recovery is garbaggio. Yeah, and on top of that, whenever he doesn't move, he fucking taunts, which obviously wastes He's... time. No, yeah. you can cancel it. You, you can, but that's the I think part like, of the, on... the, the learning curve with him is yeah. that you need to learn how to cancel it. Put that into your, like... I don't know, subconscious brain over your conscious brain, right? Uh And make sure that it's like, it's just always something you're doing when you're battling with them. Totally. And to hit that level, it's tough. I tried playing him a couple of times. I just, I can't. He's a very hard character to play. Yeah, I'm really trying to like Isabel, but I can't figure her out yet. Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome, though. I'm enjoying, uh, like, I love to play as Duck Hunt Dog. I love to play as Bowser Jr., Roy version. Yeah. I like to play as Kirby and Diddy Kong. And it's nice to have all the characters back. Who are your favorite characters to play as? Uh, as I was saying it, saying before, right now I am sitting with Young Link and Greninja. Okay. I'm really, really liking them. I think they boosted up Lucario in some way, shape, or form. I can't tell how, yeah. but I am easily better as him than I was in Smash 4 and Brawl. Gotcha. So I am really liking him. I guess he would be my tertiary, and that's uh, those are my main three. Yeah. yeah, how about you? I'm still running uh, Yoshi and Link as of right now. Like yeah. They're my OGs. I've been running them forever. Uh-huh. And I like the new Yoshi meta with his eggs, yeah. like his uh, up B, because now you can actually like roll it around the ground a little bit. So it's more, uh, you can either shoot it almost straight horizontal or straight. I believe you've been able to how? shoot it vertical for a while. Uh, w- like Kind of like um, Yoshi's tilt- Island? What, what do you mean? Like Yoshi's Island, you could aim it? No, it's, no, it's like when you press up B and you tilt a certain direction, he does different throws. So either you could either make it like throw straight up or you could toss it really low really? and it bounces on the ground once. Nice. Like oh. the bouncing on the ground is new. What's weird is now when you do the ground pound, he passes through certain platforms. Weird. So it used to be no oh. matter what, he would stop at the first platform. But it's also something you have to be aware of because there's some stages you could easily kill yourself yeah. um, if you down B over the wrong platform expecting to land. Huh. Um, gotcha. So it's very situational. So if you're on a battlefield stage, you know, with the only the three platforms, yeah. he doesn't go through those. But a lot of the other platforms that you can sort of just press down and fall through, yeah. it'll just pass straight through. Um, oh, shit. So it actually opens up different opportunities. Yeah. Let's say somebody's camping out under a platform ready to do an up smash. Yeah. It makes it a little bit more viable to do that ground pound, because yeah. um, especially as the element of surprise, because people would not have it in their mind that you can pierce through that. Yeah. Um, I like. I love how Yoshi has changed. Link, I'm getting used to the new... Um, I'm getting used to the sort of the new meta, like without the hook shot, but I've always just liked yeah. the way he plays. You miss the original Link in Smash, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Not everyone's back. They're missing. Yeah, like the, they've been changed Link, in certain yeah. ways. Um, I love what they've done to Mega Man. Like in terms really? of yeah. yes, um, like it, like his down B, like the leaf shield is actually like useful. Huh. Or in the past, I'd never used it for anything. Like granted, when Fair. I play Mega Man, I tend to just spam forward smash because <laughs> it's so good. Uh, yeah, he's a fun character. I do like. Yeah. yeah, he's very different though. I tend to like um, I tend to like like projectile characters. Like I, I like to yeah. so, like especially when I'm playing Link. You guys know my strategy yeah. that I just throw all kinds of projectiles. If you fuck up one of them, you're getting punished. Yeah. It's kind of like to just to close the gap between me. You're gonna have to get by an arrow, a boomerang, yeah, and a bomb. You're probably. juggling yeah. so much; it's fun. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. I the one thing and the major reason I should say to why I stopped using Marth was because he doesn't have any projectiles. You just yeah. got to be in their face all the time, and or, at a certain distance to hit the tip of the sword. Exactly. 
where with Greninja, especially with his like water shuriken and his uh, his side B, the like shadow sneak, yeah, yeah. type of move. You can blindside people with those things, yeah. and I love it. And it's the same thing with uh, Young Link, where his arrow is easily the most power powerful out of the three iterations yeah. of Link, and it'll stop somebody in their tracks just long enough for me to rush in and try to like side smash or like go in for another type. Oh yeah, of even attack. like Adult Link, his arrows are fucking great. Yeah, like and they have really high priority in terms of like just stopping attacks. Yeah, um, I. I tend to spam arrows when I'm playing against <laughs> CPUs because sometimes they're too stupid. They just keep continuing trying to walk forward as yep. I'm just like lacing them for damage. Is how I've gotten myself through a lot of like the, some of the harder fights in the uh, campaign. Yeah, fighting CPUs always has a little bit of cheese to it. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, like the, they perfect shield like utter gods, and they yeah. they can time their dodges with <laughs> superhuman ability, and it gets really frustrating fighting the higher level ones because it doesn't feel like you're playing with a smart player. You're just playing with a against a person with just unnatural reflexes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's like, we were talking about this the other day. It's, well, like it's been like that for a while. Like a, TAS, uh, a TAS game or whatever. If you guys know what that no. is. Tool-assisted speed run. It's how like a lot of the, the fake speed runs were made and how a lot of people choose to show optimization in speed runs. Mm -hmm. So it's literally frame by frame you can put inputs in and it just kind of runs the game for you afterwards. Okay. So that's kind of the idea yeah. behind it is that it's so optimized sometimes it's completely unhuman. And it's like fighting an, it's fighting against an aimbot or something exactly. like that where it just like it has advantages that uh, like even the most trained human would not be able to do those yeah. all the time with that consistency. Exactly. And it's almost like there I, I bet there in the AIs there's a percentage of how often it's going to do that super like the super shield or what have you. Yeah. And yeah, it makes yeah. it really hard to put pressure. Like edge block, edge guarding is almost impossible against a CPU because yeah. they'll just perfectly like air dodge or any the attacks that you throw at them. They they know exactly where you are and what they have to do to potentially get away from yeah. you. So I get it. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Either way, I'm loving this game. Let's talk about the game awards and that okay. special announcement. What? Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, I didn't watch that. Fair enough. I just I I may have had a um. A complete fucking nerdgasm. Yeah, we saw it happened. together. We that was did. pretty sweet. Yeah, I, if I'm not mistaken, I completely flipped over an ottoman in yeah. my parents. So maybe uh, explain it for our viewers or for the people, you know, just you the viewers. <laughs> okay, so um, you know they were doing some like random announcement. At I think the it was game the game Awards. of the year announcement. Yeah. They were, they were oh my god, get to the point. <laughs> and the lights just go black in the entire stadium that they're doing this in, or venue of sorts, and all of a sudden. This really jazzy music ju jumps in, and you just see the Persona Five logo come on the screen. Oh, and that. I'm sitting there going, "Oh my god, what is this? I fucking love Persona Five. This is DLC." And they're yeah. talking about like, "Hey, what's Joker, the main character, mind you, in yeah, Persona yeah, yeah. Five? What's Joker doing here at the Game Awards? Like, he must yeah, be here to steal a heart." And like, I'm getting myself all hyped. And then they're talking about like, "Oh, we've been invited instead of like him coming and infiltrating." And an envelope completely comes blindsided. Up. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, an envelope comes up. It flips around, and boom, smash logo. Yeah, ottomans are flipped. I'm losing my mind. I'm pretty sure I was walking around my house for like, what? What? <laughs> no, it, it was legitimately five minutes. I couldn't sit down or stand still. Yeah. I was so we got our it. first. Um, DLC character announcement. Second, yes. realistically, but yeah. No, oh, yeah, PD Piranha Plant. Like, uh, yeah, Piranha Plant. Yeah, but out of the counts. five, out, out of the five. Which, yeah, we're, we're yeah. going to go back to this Piranha Plant thing, because the whole thing is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, uh, yeah, we got to talk about that, yes. too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, I, I, I said it when it was announced, and I'm going to say it again. Joker is probably just going to be my new main, because yeah. I love him so goddamn much. 
He's going to be ama- an amazing now, character. Now, Paulie, I believe that I heard in multiple podcasts that Joker has appeared in Persona Q2 Labyrinth on 3DS. For sure. Yeah? I don't know. I, I looked oh, it no, up. Oh, you're and asking I just, me for sure. Yeah, that's why. No, and just I, I haven't I don't, seen it yet. I tried looking it up. I couldn't find it. But IGN said it, and I think um, Easy Allies have said it. Huh. I'm I did not, sure. not know that. Yeah. No, because I looked it up and I just couldn't find it. But I was I, under the impression that he has never been on a Nintendo console yeah. ever. But I don't think that takes away from it. I th- I think this is a new direction that they're going for with these DLC characters. Yeah. It's to me, and it opens up everything basically. It's gigantic. He is a PS4 exclusive main character. This yeah. is almost like uh, I mean, obviously not on the same level because it, it would be first party, but like Kratos coming yeah. into Smash Brothers. Yeah, that just would on be a much deal. lesser scale, but like. That's why I freaked out so much. I saw the Smash logo you and guys, my mind exploded. Do you guys think that the the the, the rest of the DLC characters are going to be on this scale and non Nintendo characters? I hope or, so. I yeah? hope so. Honestly, I feel like, like as much as you know, part of me is like, ah, he's not a Nintendo character. He doesn't belong. At the same time, it's a whole level of prestige, mm-hmm. like a setting that not only is this a Nintendo. Like the Nintendo All Stars game, this yeah. is the eminent All Stars fighting game above all others, and there will never be something yeah. that can compete <laughs> at that level yeah. once it's got like this level of like gravitas to it. Yeah. And something I was gonna say before is that, like, you get the feeling that not only are these characters aren't just guests in this game, oh, like no. they are given just as much theming and love as any of the hard Nintendo franchises. Like think yeah. about all the different Metal Gear Solid spirits that are even just present within the game oh, that have 100%. never seen light of day on a Nintendo console. Yep. Like there's, and in terms of the stages and how the moves are set up, like such love is given to all of these, I guess what you can call guest characters yep. coming into mm-hmm. the fold. I do hope that it does mean that there's gonna be more um, cross uh, coming forward, that let's say these gu- these characters could be potential harbingers for ports that may not have been expected at I previous times. I think we're going to get a yeah. Persona Five in 2019. I hope so. I, I hope so. Of, I think it's kind of confirmed, to be honest. I I kind of have a prediction for the next DLC character, and I think it's going to come way out. Of oh yeah, that let's field. speculate a bit. All not right, too all much, right. But let's have some fun. I've been thinking about this for a while, and I. If, if I'm not mistaken, I, I realize there hasn't been a Namco Bandai character in any of the Smash games, even though they've been developing it for them now for two iterations. Pac-Man. Oh, you're right. Sorry, yeah. Pac-Man. Galaga. Pac-Man. There, there's a lot of representation in there. I have a feeling that with the new remaster of Tales of Vesperia, we're going to see at least one character from that game showing up. In I don't Smash. think it's popular enough, Tales. It's popular enough. Yeah? I, yeah. Okay. The, it, it's crazy how... Fast that game sold out pre-order wise. Isn't there like a bigger franchise they can go from, like the Tail series? Bandai? Yeah, they could go Tekken. I just feel like it might be a little predictable. I yeah. want. I, I'm yeah. feeling they're going to go a little bit from left field with this one. I think yeah. they're going to go out of nowhere and add more Fire Emblem characters. Oh. Actually, <laughs> I would love to see like Professor Layton, but he he's kind of died off lately. I don't think he yeah. will be in there. But even like a, as an assist trophy, yeah, I would love to see or even like that would be that would be a cool thing to see is. DLC um, assist trophies coming in, like true sort of DLC expansions for that, because that's never we've never seen that before. No, we haven't. Eh, whatever. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we haven't. But yeah, like there's nice. so it just really opens up the playing field we that it could mean that there's that, characters you'd never expect. Like we still don't know that the 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 Persona DLC won't come with assist trophies. They said yeah. uh, it's going to be a stage and a character. Heck, we may even see an Echo Fighter added to that thing. They yeah. always surprise us with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, no, we don't know. 
Echo Fighter would be a little tough, though. A lot of the characters in Persona 5 are very different. Yeah, maybe not that, but maybe another. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, any speculation on new oh, characters? I haven't even got that far into it. Like, I, I mean, there's a lot of fan favorites, or at least ones that fans have been really pushing for. And then, Goku. Oh, my <laughs> boss baby. Uh, I don't think we'll see any Like, like for example, like Isaac would have been a front runner, but they oh, kind of yeah. shut that down by making him an assist trophy. Which, <gasps> side note, I was going to say, things I didn't like about the, um, yeah. the campaign. There's a certain Isaac stage where the Isaac trophies in the back and just spamming his ability through the entire battle. <laughs> oh my god, it was the most annoying thing where there's just his push hands going across the stage at all yeah. times. And you have to double jump over them. And it just made the fight take forever because I could never get solid footing for long enough even to get a smash attack off because I was constantly getting pushed out of the way by these fucking hands. Yeah. Um I'd have to I'd have to you, think. You, a little you bit were more. talking about Piranha Plant, you wanted to give him a little shout out? Oh my fuck. Like the the convolution around that kind of thing. <laughs> like so many people like I actually called Nintendo Repair because I wanted to get my left Joy-Con fixed. Yep. And they actually had to have a disclaimer when you yep. call that number that if this has to do with uh their piranha plant code or receiving your piranha plant code. Check your it, spam box. Check your spam box. It'll come in within 10 days. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. But not only that, it's not quite, at least in my opinion, not clear enough that it's not coming out till February. Yeah. So not only do you have the people doing this kind of weird backwards way of unlocking it as sort of like an early DLC, which of course in Nintendo fashion has to be a convoluted as fuck process if you've bought it from a cart. <laughs> um, but also the fact that you not only, you don't get the code immediately as people are sketching out wanting to get it. Yeah. It's going to come an arbitrary amount of time afterwards. But even then, it's not unlocked till fucking February anyways, which like that in particular uh, I thought was unclear. Because yeah. I, I started getting like um, nervous that I had un- uh, unlocked it on like the wrong profile on my system and that uh, uh, okay, okay. Fair. and like so many people going like looking to YouTube to yeah. look like sort of like how to's or and people having to be reassured it'll come out in February like if you're gonna have a day one DLC kind of like buy early incentive mm-hmm. Why would you make a release in February? Like that's so that's such a weird thing to do. Like why not just make it available now and make it clear like this is your well, prize for being an early adopter. It wasn't ready yet and you're getting it for free as an early adopter. Yeah. It will cost money eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I think my biggest gripe with how they did it is <clears throat> they made it all eShop oriented in every aspect of it, which they could have very easily for the first few months released a little slip of paper with a download code. Yeah. And it just would have been, okay, you have it. Here's your code. You're in. It's good. Yeah. But no, you have to go on and register the game on my Nintendo and then make sure that you're doing it before a certain amount of time. And then you got to spin around three times, say Bloody Mary into a fucking goddamn mirror three times and then blah, 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 blah. Like it's so, I completely agree. It's so completely over convoluted where they could have just printed a bunch of little like postcards and said like, here's your piranha plant. Have at it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I even texted you guys when I found because I found the code in my spam box. I was yeah. like, what is this? Why? Yeah. Like, I already registered it through my Nintendo by going into the icon in the menu, pressing the the plus button, um, register registering it, and then 
and then all of a sudden, like a week also, later, also side I note, the code. I yeah. did not realize that you could register carts like that to get Nintendo cards. Like this was oh, the yeah. first time I was aware that this is a thing. So now I have to go back and re-register all my carts. Well, your digital gotten. stuff will automatically. Yes, go, but your uh, yeah, your carts, and they give you like three bucks for every cart. Yeah, I didn't like realize. That. Like I thought, like that was just an inherently incentive to buying digital. Was that think, that's the only way to get I think the codes? You get more money if you do it digital. But yeah, you still get something. If so you I got to go back and register all my carts because I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I completely did Smash digitally. It just made sense across yeah, the makes, board. Yeah, whatever, right? whatever your preference is. Well, it's not even that. It's, I mean, absolutely for sure. But for me, it was. This is a game I'm always going to want to have on the console, no mm-hmm. matter what I have plugged mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. It made it easier to get Piranha Plant. Yeah. And I'm set. Like I am good well, to go not, now. It's not that hard to get Piranha Plant, but I don't know. Considering all the complaints, I know a lot of people are. It's a little. I would not this. say. Like I will say it's convoluted, but I would not say that's a reason to buy digital versus cart. That's just ridiculous. Well, I also got it at midnight, right on the. Yeah, hall that's too. true. We did. It's just we, like we got to experience it, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, there's nothing but advantages to going digital for that game outside of like having it not on your shelf. Yeah, that's the only. Yeah, I prefer. I prefer having physical. Yeah, especially like having physicals Fair. now now that like Claire and I both have our own switches that way we could share games in that sense like yep. not that I ever expect her to play Smash Brothers but still it's still nice yep. to have the option yeah and my character that I want is Sora from Kingdom Hearts no I could you know what not to say anything but I can actually see it but happen. you have to have Donald and, and you have to have at least Donald that'll be part of his fi- that'll be his final smash in his final smash so you can't you can't have Sora without them if they put Sora in this game I'm gonna eat my cartridge well at least I'll try to but it'll be really bitter so I'll have to try a few times <laughs> yeah that's coming into licensing issues out of the ass but I will biscotti about- dip my into <laughs> <laughs> my coffee I will biscotti dip about- my whole switch you gotta think about Nintendo they have uh, not not Nintendo you gotta think about Disney and how how much footing they have in the video game industry. So they're not yeah. new to the video game industry. I do not see not. Disney. I would be so impressed if that would happen, if nothing else, because Disney does not play nice. Well, my yeah. prediction for 2019 is we're going to get a Nintendo Direct mm. with a Kingdom Hearts collection mm-hmm. for the Switch. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Sora as a DLC character yep. and a teaser for Kingdom Hearts 3 coming to the Switch. Yeah, yeah well, I want Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's Boss my prediction. baby. <laughs> But yeah, do you guys want to talk about 2019 predictions, or are we done here? Uh, wait, uh, no, just more Smash. Okay, more, more, more Smash, more Smash, more Smash, more Smash. Okay, well, uh, I'd like to see Chrono from uh, Chrono Trigger. That would be Smash cool. Brothers. You don't think don't, don't, don't play with my heart. You don't think... play with my heart. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. That's why I refuse to bring it up. It's never going to happen. Like <laughs> Square Enix would like to pretend that game never happened for some reason. I, f- I will never understand it. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I, just, I, I don't know. I think realistically you might see like some other Final Fantasy characters come up. Um, no potentially. more. I don't want to see any more human characters. I like... No, no. I have, I have one that's actually legitimate and it does have something to do with Square Enix as well. Gino. Ah, uh, no. yes, Gino. I th- I think the f- it's too much of a fan darling. It's just it just can't well, happen. Look at Ridley and King K. Mother Three is never gonna come out. Gino's never gonna be a character. <laughs> it's just the way it is. It's the way the world works. Tide goes in, tide goes out. You can't explain that. There will never be Gino in Smash Bros. You know what I would love to see? A what? remaster of Super Mario RPG, but yeah. in like a 3D. And like they had those, you know, those chunky character models that was on all the promotional art. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I want those models mm. in HD, 3D, 
with a remaster of oh, Mario RPG. Would take so Side much note, effort. I don't know if you guys have found it yet, but the Geno challenge is fucking hard oh, in the campaign. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> I was harder. It the, easy the, the hardest two I fought were that one and... Um, the one it was like it's like the boss or something the one it was like a zero suit samus and it's on a poison field hmm. um it was kind of like in the um kind of around where the metal gear solid area is in the okay. bottom left and she was fucking hard like i struggled through that oh, fight the hardest one is um dr wiley that one that was pretty tough oh, that, that was tough. pretty tough too. and i still haven't even beat m bison i can't beat him for some reason how do oh, i really i'm trying yeah. to think of the strategy no, i used no, I got, to beat dr bison. wiley because dr wiley was giving me trouble for a while that and then hard. i found a way to just murk it um i, I think she's uh kirby's uh uppy the oh, sword okay. i just did it over and over until i got them all yeah you had to have like when i tried to do it with yoshi i just couldn't do it because you have to get too much into the mix uh -huh. so i yep. waited like i think i um i stacked up abilities to be metal killer and i also had like that part from the tech tree uh I'm, I'm just trying to i think i might have used link or someone i think i used link and i just spammed arrows from a distance until like i just like whittled down their hp <laughs> yeah makes sense that yeah, was there, there was a bunch of battles. More specifically for me in a spirit battle, it was the one, I can't remember what it was for, but it was with that um, that yellow kind of pixel assist trophy that shoots bullets all over. Oh, that was that tough, one. too. That was tough. I hate that. That's from um, Sheriff. Uh, yeah, Hayden. yeah. It yeah, was the Sheriff one. what it was supposed to represent? I think, was, I think that was him for Sheriff. No, 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 no. It was um, WarioWare. Okay. The, oh, okay. the 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 really big brooding guy with like the little robot. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah five volt, nine volt, or what yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, God, that took me way too long to finally complete. And thank God I did it because that spirit ends up giving you the ability for quote unquote assist killer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, assist killer. I have that. I yeah. never really used that actually. No. Do you no. guys uh, for, for do you guys, any battle like that? It's key. Yeah. do you guys manually input your spirits or do you got do you? Uh, I, I've manually put them on. I got favorites after a certain okay. while. Okay. I just uh, I spam the Y button until like oh I like for, this combo. For the main, I have three major ones that I pick from. What do you mean main? Like the the ele not elemental ones, but like yeah. the major spirit, not the sub spirit. Okay. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I mean. Oh, the gotcha, major gotcha. spirit I choose. The sub spirits I just yeah. spam. Because you guys don't use you guys don't use spirits. In Smash mode, right? No. Okay. I'm so glad they got rid of um, custom uh, custom move sets from Smash. Yeah, yeah. I hated that oh, mechanic. I, mm. I kind of felt like it ruined the game a bit. I yeah. hated that. I mechanic. never used it, but just having the option, like having these these but scoundrels. At the same time, it. like I have all these amiibos, <laughs> I've never felt them to be relevant in any way. Like, well, what purpose the do they have? I used to I used to farm my amiibos. Yeah. They, you but that, that's CDs. how you get coins and CDs. But that's not a thing anymore. I don't. It think. isn't. You sure? I don't think. Maybe we'll find out. Uh, one yeah, day. how else do you collect soundtracks? You know, okay, here's another thing that's actually I found really fucking weird is the two different currencies in the game. I only today discovered the yep. gold shop, which yeah. is different, like the GP shop that's different from the SP shop. Yeah. Why have those two currencies? Like, I don't understand because you buy the same shit in each one or the other. All those yeah. stupid dojos and, and gyms in the main play in the in the in the World of Light campaign. I was just like, what is? Oh this? yeah, I found like, the dojos absolutely useless. It's supposed to yeah, it's supposed to. It's put already in different aspects to the existing spirits, but as far as I've yeah. heard, because I've never really tried them. They are not worth the time it takes to yeah. throw, the, throw the resources. I'm already overwhelmed by the sheer amount of spirits and what they do. It's like I don't I don't want to deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's too much. Mm. The skill tree, I hate skill trees, but that one's really easy to mm. easy to 
yeah, navigate. Because there's like only like what fifty, not even probably like thirty five things you can choose from, yeah. and, and then it's done. You're good. Well, the other thing too is um, you have to complete that. That's one of the challenges. You have really? to fill I, out the whole thing. I, you'll need, you'll probably need to new game plus to get all the uh, points because you can't uh, get it by the end game. If yeah. you're like I was playing on normal mode and so, like it depends how impatient I was. Sometimes I would just use my super powerful spirits and just bulldoze through challenges, <laughs> like not giving a fuck. But other times I'd feel a little bit more sporting and come something around the same level. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. Final scores for this game. What are you thinking? Oh, it's gotta be. High. It's gotta be really high. I'm in A plus territory right now. The game has. Yeah. Like it's not a perfect game, but I don't think there's ever such thing. Um, in terms of the amount of enjoyment I'm getting out of it, it's it's made me fall in love with Smash Brothers again. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay, so we got A plus from RZ Rusty. Yeah, it's got the best uh, uh, campaign mode in any Smash Brothers. It's got the tightest controls. Kirby's back. It's got over nine hundred eight tracks players on any stage. Yeah, it's got it's got everything. Like it's almost up there. It's like it's an almost perfect game in my yeah. opinion. I'm gonna give it like a ninety-five to yeah. 90, 90 to ninety five. You know what? I was I was kind of thinking the same thing. I agree with all of you guys in the sense that this game was amazing. The only detriment was in my eyes is that World of Light was way too long. Mm. Class yeah, mode but th- is kind that's of not boring. a bad thing. Like there's there's nothing. Of course, it's a bad thing. It's I thought it was maybe like ten percent too long. Honestly, I thought it was okay, especially if you're doing it in short bursts and doing like taking uh those different and taking like little here. dips into their mechanics. But honestly, like I gorged on World of Light, and I like I like I kind of. I did feel like it was a little long, but I wouldn't say it like is. way too. That's that's. I, and personally. there's so many cool aspects in it, like the the world map artwork, yeah. the the Donkey Kong recreation a of Donkey of it, Kong Country. I was like, oh my god, this is this is amazing. Yeah. yeah, a lot of it was really really cool. It's just that at its core, it was a little too much for me. Okay. And that's, I mean, I'm still going to give it a, I don't know, let's call it like a 95 out of 105, but like... <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I yeah, still don't okay. think... like it's, it's a fair criticism, but I don't think that should be like knocking it down. No, no it, this game is it's still just more incredible. To do. It's, not, it's not like you need to beat the game to get all the characters. There's different ways to get characters. Of course. Other than World of Light. So like make it as long as you want. Like I'll chip away at that for months. And I like that's another amazing thing about the game is more to my point of play it how you want. You can lock the characters through campaign. You can lock it through um uh classic mode or you could just do it through playing like there's yeah. The, yeah. It, like it lets you play the game if you think the campaign is stupid you don't have to fucking play it You're right there's um, no absolutely right. so i, I kind of don't agree with you on on the the campaign being too long it, it's do it if you want yeah. and if not I, I i think it's a fair criticism if you don't like it i'm just like it's amazing that the game like it doesn't shoehorn you into it they put all the effort into this and you can completely ignore it and get by fine yeah um and the, the yeah. final cutscene isn't that good so it's like there's no reason like i don't know I, I think it's fine i don't know to me it's still an aspect that they implemented into the game i understand you don't necessarily have to do it and i'm still giving this game an amazing score yeah no matter which way it sliced. it's just it's the fact that it's there i tried it I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to enjoy it. That's more where my score kind of came from. Okay, cool. All right. What's score? Yeah. Well, I already told you. One, 95, 95 out of 105. Okay, cool. Jerk. <laughs> so, guys, before we go, I just want to, like, touch on 2019. Yeah. Um, we'll probably be back for uh, 2019, maybe not as regular as we used to be, yep. but we enjoy getting together once in a while yeah. talking about our stuff. Um, what are you guys hoping for 2019? Uh, it's a new question. You guys maybe could think about it. I'll start with uh, don't screw up Animal Crossing on this on the Switch. Ooh, I don't want timed one. events. I don't want uh, exclusive stuff. I, like don't time anything. Make it a relaxing, fun experience um, that you can just play whenever you want. 
Yeah. And there's no stress involved. I want it to be a stress-free game. And I feel like Animal uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is not a stress-free game. There's too many events, and uh, I dislike it like that. And I wanna I want I want to be surprised in 2019. Hmm. I think we got like from yeah. Nintendo specifically. I think we got a, uh, a a good amount of games. We got uh, apparently a new Pokemon game coming, a new Metroid game coming, a uh, a new Luigi's Mansion, a new Animal Crossing. Um, there's there's so many stuff that, that that has already been announced for 2019. I want to be surprised like I was with Smash Brothers, and uh, yeah, give me some, give me some good surprising stuff in 2019. I'm gonna say Metroid Prime Four is the only thing I'm really like watching with intent. I don't think intent. it's coming out next year, man. If it comes, like I'm just saying, even if it doesn't come out next year, Metroid Prime. That I I have two hopes. One, and this one seems pretty obvious, gyro aiming, but also optional for those of us that don't like it. It will. Be um, but even more importantly. Just don't put story in it. Make make it like the original Prime games yeah. where the story is what you get from looking at the world and interacting with it. You yeah. are a stranger in a strange world and no cutscenes pull me out of the immersion. Every single time there's been fucking story in a Metroid game, it's been awful. Categorically, like, don't give this game to fucking Team Ninja. Like, make it... <laughs> Team Ninja's probably developing it. Uh, no, it was uh, what's its face? Was it? Oh, they didn't announce it actually. They Shit, haven't announced right. anything, so this is really uh, it's it's up in the air right now. Ooh. I just ho- I hope that but it harkens back to Metroid Prime One. Probably or, not because Team Ninja's developing Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. Which okay, is also that's something that's mm-hmm. something I could hope for. But just but, that immersion where you really felt like you were Samus Aran exploring this world and keeping that like sort of serious tone and that like. Because Samus has always been like the truly silent protagonist in that sense, Mm -hmm. where it's like you're looking at the world through her visor. You're not being suddenly zoomed out and interacting with these hammy characters and looking things from like the third, uh, the third um, person. Like, bring it back to what it used to be. I would love that so much. I'm sure they will. I think they know what they're doing. Like, because even Prime Three, which arguably from a gameplay perspective is one of the better. I did not like the story. I thought it was super uh, like predictable with the other bounty hunters. like and I just I want that feeling of like loneliness and just sort of exploring the same planet, this strange planet it's by be, yourself. Yeah, I think I think like open like keep your expectations open because it's yeah. not being developed by Retro anymore. It's yeah. being developed by a Japanese team, I'm assuming. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm curious to see how how it comes out. Hopefully for the best. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Uh, before I go on to my prediction, uh, I do want to say for the record, it wasn't Team Ninja's fault that the cutscenes were all ridiculous. That was actually the creator of Metroid itself. Yeah, that, Team Ninja did a really good job making yeah. other M. I played it, and it's actually a really fun it's, game. It's an amazing I, game. I haven't played much of it, but I have played a little, and it's great. Uh, as far lady. as I heard, a lot of the major problems with that game, story-wise, were the, uh, the the creator of Metroid, who was the director at the time, decided that he wanted to go in a completely different direction and show a lot more story in it, and they just flopped hard. Yeah, but those so, cutscenes were pretty amazing. Seeing those like Super Nintendo uh, cutscenes in full uh, full CGI cinematics yeah. was pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean there was so there was merits. I'm to it glad sure. I'm glad Mother M exists because. It's got the whole meme side to it. It's got beautiful aspects to it, and it's it's a fun game. Yeah, if you just take it for what it is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so it's been uh, confirmed, if I'm not mistaken, that Sony isn't coming to E3 this year. That's true. I think Big that's move. that's bigger news than probably most people are expecting. They're taking their ball and going home. No, 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 no. I think it's way. Well, they don't have really that. anything to show. I no. I think it's <laughs> very different. I think their their big announcement's going to happen in March. Okay. I think the big announcement is going to be PS5, and it's going to be up before the end of the year. Mm. No way. When did when did the upgraded PlayStation Four come out? 
Last year? No. PS4 Pro? Yeah. No, that came out like two years ago as of right now. So it would be three years as of next year. The timeline makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if I was Sony, like I'd back out of E3 too. All my games that I have right now are have been showcased enough. We don't need to show them off. And all the all of the other games that are going to be coming out, fuck, give them to make Microsoft show off that games that are going to be they're, on our yeah. platform they're as keep well. It to themselves, they're not going to do anything at E3 because they have their own events that are going to be coming up. I have a feeling they're going to go not necessarily in the Nintendo Direct kind of vein. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they copy like, them. PlayStation event. Well, that, that is that like the uh, like the in the internet age. That is the more evolved way of doing things. Yep. You don't need to rely on a third party like conference yep. to get your stuff out right now. Now with like like everything being sort of um, leveled out via like YouTube and all these other streams that are much more cost effective than all the fireworks and splendor of but one of these stage even shows. Even if you don't have a conference showing, you still Nintendo doesn't have a uh, a, a, a show. They have a direct, but they still have presence at E3. They yeah. still put yeah. a lot of money into their floor. It plan. is bold that they're just backing out of E3 yeah, altogether, but it kind of shows the way the wind is blowing that all these companies are now taking full control yeah. over their media marketing yeah. and not relying on this sort of third party. Yeah. Well, Sony, I, uh, Sony PlayStation has never been a leader in the gaming industry. Yeah. They've always been a follower. That's so a fair point. It's, yeah. it's it's really not like whatever they do doesn't really matter because they they haven't really led anything ever. Well, to me, look at the. Evidence. Evidence, right? They canceled PSX this this year. Yeah. It's gone. I don't think they have much to show, Polly. And, and I don't think they have much to show because they've been focusing on a console. Sure, and that's fine. Like you know what I like, mean. For if you look at um, the Wii U, from the Wii U to the to the Switch, yeah. They had one E3 where they just had Breath of the Wild, and that's it. Like yeah. it's okay just to focus on one or four games, like they did last year. Yeah, it, it, you don't have to have guns blazing. You can just be be like intimate and just. Um, yeah, I think I, choose. I think I know where you're coming from. I just that's my prediction. I have a feeling by Christmas time next year, about this time next year, we are going to be seeing a release of the PS5 or whatever yeah, they're going to call it. And I'm sorry about making fun of uh, PlayStation that they're not leaders. They are. They they make some fantastic games. And in For terms of like games, yes. In terms of games, they're like hardware. I mean, they've never been innovative. Yeah. Let us do what everyone in the market is doing at the same time. Exactly. What? It's like let's do move. Yeah, let's camera. like let's rip off all the innovations yeah. by Microsoft oh. and Nintendo oh, and do them all. Another 2019 prediction: Sony will copy the Switch. Yeah. The PS4, the PS, so. the PS5 will have some element. Of a switch of like handheld flexibility. I, I don't know. I feel like Sony is so ingrained. And, the, and they'll do it, and they'll do it the, horribly. No, no. It's I feel like they're so ingrained in the graphic wars. I can't see it happening. They've tried and failed in the portable in, uh, in the portable market over and over again. Why would they stop? Yeah, I mean, fair it's enough. too juicy of a market to try to wheedle into. They're still outselling the Switch, so I don't see a reason for them to go. No, for they're it. not. The Switch is outselling the PS4, man. It's in terms not. of like day to day, in terms of like years. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I looked at numbers that said otherwise, but okay. I haven't seen the ones for this holiday season yet. Well, so analysts we'll predict. That well, I was going to say, are you looking at like year to date? Or are you looking in terms of total units? Because you're looking at total units. Yeah, it's, it's total units spread over years. So it's okay. it's showing every year and how much each console sold. And then, I see. So yeah, but I think I think the Switch is the fastest selling console ever. Ah, uh, I want to look into that. It just broke Black Friday no. deals and. That's true, yeah. but I want to see like 
Because there's there's year over year, right? I, I might be I might be wrong. I don't know. It's, We'd have to fact check this. It's, no, it's useless to speculate. Yeah, yeah, yeah and everybody okay. has like different graphs, and you can be biased towards one. Yeah, thing. you so can it's, it's you very... can you can shift the data around to exactly. support whatever it is. That's yeah. fair. That you want to prove. We'll make you believe anything. Woot. Okay, cool guys. Well, it's nice hanging out with you guys again. I haven't yeah. seen you in months. That's a blatant lie. And, we'll, <laughs> and, I'd like to, and I'd like to keep it that way. So hopefully we'll. Uh, We'll reconvene in the new year at some later point. Yeah. But yeah. Happy holidays, and you can't find us anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. Or can you? Polly, where can they find us? Um, I don't remember. No, I'm kidding. I think PooTube or (laughs) TuTube. Okay, so I'm not sure if I'm going to be releasing this episode on YouTube. It may or may not be. I'll I'll see if if I can If you do release it it on YouTube, it's got to have some catchy headline. Like, you'll never expect... Wait for it, or like Nintendo is dead. Yeah, <laughs> we need to Smash Bros. Really suck, bruh. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should. We should experiment some six reasons quick. why Smash Brothers is going to be the end of Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Can you please? Yeah, I think I think that that's a great name. For and there it. has to be a picture yeah. of like you looking really upset <laughs> in like the corner. So of course, yeah, there's a potential for YouTube, but I know for sure we're going to be on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Pirate Bay, TuneIn. Pod Bay, ISO Hunt, Pornhub. Yeah, ISO Hunt. Oh, one hundred percent Pornhub. And I, I, I remember. I, I think I mentioned it last time. And R slash Foreskin. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait. Okay. There is, there is. All right. Let's have some sense of decorum here. <laughs> well, I mean, we do tag every episode as explicit, so you know what you're getting yourself. We need into. hits, bro. And if that's oh. gonna exploit, our, if that's gonna, if that's gonna destroy our dignity, then we'll do whatever it takes. It's a burgeoning and, market. R slash Foreskin. Anyways, the last one I do want to mention is a new one that we actually got ourselves onto. I don't, I don't even know understand how but uh i heart radio now has us on there oh, wow. so i love our heart radio do you yeah really yeah oh, i didn't even know who they were okay yeah, now he, our, he hearts the radio now we're gonna uh, end off with our uh, flagship ending mod the thing what the sorry rz jesus see